0: Hey everyone, this is a Reviews. I'm Adrian.
1: I'm Muhammad. This is a podcast where we talk about movies,
0: TV shows,
1: and all things superheroes.
0: Be sure to check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter,
1: which will all be linked in the description of the podcast. Thanks for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to a Reviews. It's Muhammad and Adrian, and today we're going to review the film Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul, and this film stars Regina Hall as Trinity Childs, Sterling K. Brown as Lee Curtis Childs, Nicole Bahari as Shakura Sumter, uh, confidence. I never heard them say his name, but
0: <laughs> Keon, I like the confidence you saying his name.
1: Yeah. Uh, as a uh, Keon Sumter. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty much the main cast there. Um, but essentially this film is about in the aftermath of a huge scandal. Trinity Childs, the first lady of a prominent Southern Baptist megachurch Attempts to help her pastor husband, Lee Curtis Childs, rebuild their congregation. So, what did you get from the film, Honk for Jesus, Save Your Soul?
0: Yeah, so um, I, for the most part, enjoyed it. There are parts that were funny. There are parts that were awkward. Um, It's my understanding that Honk for Jesus was was like an independent film. They got picked up after a film festival. And essentially when they picked it up, they just got um, famous actors to play lead roles and really didn't change much of anything else. And I think you can tell, it feels a little bit like a high school or college level um, film project, more so than a fleshed out movie with a real budget.
1: (laughs) I would agree. There's not really much to the story. It's kind of like a documentary style kind of Mm -hmm.
0: film. Which I thought I would like more before actually watching it.
1: So you're saying that you didn't like it as
0: much? I didn't like it as much because they didn't go as far as they could have. When things like The Office exists in Abbott Elementary who do the documentary style and it really works, um, it's good. But here, it didn't it didn't really work. It just felt unfinished. I would agree.
1: I feel like that it, um, it kind of teeters on telling you what is going on. But then it really doesn't. It kind of just lets you assume what's going on. And it's a lot of people just talking to the camera. Um, mm-hmm. And the actors are pretty much just carrying this movie. There's not much of a story here.
0: Yeah, almost like a monologue. It is. It is almost a level of dialogue between the two main characters like Fences. And <laughs> Fences was a play and it was a critically acclaimed play. So again, you can have just being two characters the entire time and you can still have a better film than this one, unfortunately.
1: I would definitely agree. Um, I I feel like it's funny in some parts. I think Sterling K. Brown, he definitely plays a, <laughs> that uh Crufflow dollar type of role that <laughs> right, right. <laughs> the, you know the the um preachers that they put out there that are all for the money and um right. looking nice and then the wife i mean i'm not sure how many uh first ladies that they really show out there but you know mm-hmm. she's pretty prominent uh regina hall in this film but i didn't really have many expectations going into this actually you were the one who told me about it first i didn't realize mm-hmm. that it existed i was like oh, okay yeah. but i was able to see it on peacock um oh. that's because i think it came out at the same time like on the same day
0: gotcha yeah we went to see, well, i saw it in the theaters on international uh, our national um theater day so um a bunch of movie theaters were selling tickets for just $3 a piece, something like that. So we went and saw it then, since it was cheap. And um, I'm glad, if I would have paid full price, maybe I wouldn't have liked it even more.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, I'm glad I didn't go to the movies for this, but... um...
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I will say, going to the movies, though, and hearing other people, because the the theater was almost full. And hearing everyone, yes, yes. (laughs) diverse field of people um young old kids uh i wonder what good. they were expecting i don't know and um, hearing some of them laugh at certain things throughout the film and also laugh at awkward moments or like make comments it was validating and being like yeah that was weird that what just happened <laughs> i'm glad we're all on the same page yeah
1: um i'm trying to think of some of the the more awkward moments maybe it'll come whenever we start talking about it but yeah. overall i thought it was just an okay movie um i wanted more story but it there wasn't much there
0: mm-hmm. yeah i agree there wasn't left a lot to be desired
1: definitely well, let's go in the end into the stories. so uh What's his name? Pastor Lee Curtis Childs. He finds himself in some trouble. Um, There are allegations of, I think they say sexual misconduct. They they don't really go into Mm -hmm. detail, but, um, you know, we hear kind of like the uh, narration of what's going on. He's walking out of the church. Um, This camera's flashing in his face. They're a very prominent church in the community, you know, really big they have a full congregation on every sunday but well i mean we can assume that they don't actually struggle. right
0: <laughs> cuz they they did, they only hired like 10 actors for this whole movie <laughs> yeah but i'd like to believe that they were actually in real atlanta traffic <laughs> for like 30 minutes <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah this movie's probably really cheap but you know those scenes where he's preaching like they show in the past yes There's probably nobody in there
0: <laughs> yeah, honestly, those scenes look more realistic than the entire movie. Um, and I don't know if they like just superimposed him on video that had a large congregation of an actual church, but they did have the first lady in the video, so it probably was real. Um, but yeah, it and that was in the beginning and it set up and it felt like we would see more people, but uh, like I think there were maybe ten people maybe 15 people who actually talked
1: (laughs) yeah there's not many speaking lines and then i felt like towards the end everything that they were building up towards there was no payoff
0: it fell flat yeah they crescendoed into nothing
1: (laughs) yeah um but yeah the uh sterling k brown as pastor lee curtis child's you know, he's going through all these allegations. Um, and in this process, he's lost a lot of members. I think the right. church had to close or they didn't have service for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. And they plan to, uh, you know, reopen at a certain or, or a later date. Um, while trying to deal with this whole case. And during this whole process, they're kind of just talking into the camera I guess this video is going to go out to the public at some point,
0: uh, right? It seems like they wanted to do documentaries so they could like prove that they're still good people, worth um, people coming to their church. So their way to show the world um, how they were going to show that. I don't know what their <laughs> plans were. They really didn't go in. They really didn't do much like foresight or like give us any idea of what thoughts were or what the future looked like. Because it's like in movies, I like to see you know normal activity sometimes. Like when do they act when do they eat? When do they have dinner? like so I can get time stamps, how it's going. This film did the opposite of that, and it was too much like real time. Like I felt like we were watching it as it was happening as boring as it would have happened in the real world um, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It was a step by step, you know, kind of like one of those reality TV shows where they have their mm-hmm. um, personal interviews and then, the live action stuff where they follow them throughout their lives, right, uh, and there's some you know jokes here there. I felt like um the trailer had most of the jokes in it, <laughs> <laughs> yes. so um I didn't laugh too much while I was watching it.
0: <laughs> there were some times where there was a joke that was supposed to be a joke, and people didn't laugh in the theater, which was then funny um <laughs> So.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, well, since there's not much of a plot here, I'm just kind of going to skip around. So um, uh, Lee Curtis Childs, you know, he's trying to get back into um, proving his innocence and his wife is standing by him being strong, but there is a disconnect there. Um, she feels that she's doing her best to try to make up for whatever has gone on and um, but we do kind of find out later that she knew about some of the things that he had done um, mm-hmm. and <laughs> she couldn't really hold it together um, at a certain point. Um, but the one scene that I found very awkward was the scene in the church, you know, when they I, oh. I guess I guess it was like one Sunday that they had the um
0: and movie. I don't even know if it was a Sunday or if they were trying to reenact a Sunday or a Bible study to like show the world or something. It it was it was very awkward. The jokes. I, the best joke in that scene was when the little girl said, "I love drama theater," um, <laughs> in an off comment. But yeah, whole thing awkward.
1: Yeah. So these are the faithful. Um people in the congregation that you know they're not really listening to the outside noise and they're coming in um you know for the word and then uh i guess he does like a a baptism
0: <laughs> yes like rededicating his life yeah um, and but the way he does it so i mean he's talking giving the bible lesson and just begins to strip down into his underwear in front of everyone like what is he what is he doing? Um, and they res- they don't react to it the way people should react to that. Um, and then he goes up to have his wife baptize him. And I feel like Regina Hall, her character was very um, interesting and funny and probably has the most depth in the movie. And it started to show during that scene. And that's why, again, towards the end, it just felt like it all fell flat because she had her big crescendo and it just didn't match up to what I thought it was building um, from this point on in the
1: movie i feel like the the big thing that they're trying to lead up to you know just reopening the church to the public we don't get to see that they mm-hmm. stop the movie right before that actually happens <laughs> like <laughs> how many people are really going to show up um because they do set this date for i think easter easter sunday when they yep. want to reopen and um there's this other church that you know they're looking to uh take advantage of this situation by um opening or not really opening doing some kind of big event where they're gonna right
0: they were getting a new building because they've got more money with the members that left that church and they were having like a grand reopening on the same day
1: yes and um you know they're a younger couple this is uh shakira sumter and keon sumter um you know both i think are pastors Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they're trying to take advantage of this opportunity to open on Easter Sunday. And, you know, they're putting it out there. But the pastor Lee Curtis Childs and his wife, <laughs> they're like, no, you can't do that. Like we, you know, this is our Sunday. We we need this. And mm-hmm. they, they do confront them. Uh, but they're like, no, we, we're not budging. And they say it in a nice way, you know, smiling you know how Mm -hmm. how church folk can be you know they can get that nice nasty right (laughs) that's exactly how the conversation went um but uh yeah they still kind of go forward with what their uh their easter sunday date uh the child's family and um i kind of am skipping around a lot but
0: well i mean to this point i mean all that's happened is They're going back and forth on why they need to reopen the church and be successful. Um, There was a hat scene that probably went on way too long in the mall. um, That we (laughs) skipped over. Um, Was it with the lady from the the church? The one that used
1: to be at the church?
0: Even before that, when she was just literally picking the hat out. Right, right. Um, That conversation is pretty funny, but we spent about five minutes of her looking at different hats and talking about what it meant to her and Nothing really came out of that other than the fact that she bought a hat that probably wasn't the best looking hat that she thought was important that Lee Curtis did not.
1: Yeah, and um, one of the jokes that's in the trailer I think this is in the beginning of the movie where you know, he's talking about Rocky and she said Rocky lost. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little funny but it was in the trailer. Um, there's not really much to that scene after that.
0: Right, and that's kind of like the whole movie, just them going back and forth a little bit. And I don't know, maybe it even would have been funnier if it was just set up as interviews between them. Like, if they just went single interview with her, single interview with him, and then joint interview, and just went back and forth with all those interviews, interviewing church members, that might have been a more funny story. Because um, those one-on-one moments were pretty funny between them, but um, it just didn't equate to what is a feature-length film?
1: No, it, it, I think it could have been like thirty minutes, really.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could. Have, it felt like a YouTube short. Um, you know, not something that you would see in movie theater.
1: No, um, but kind of back to the allegations that are against Pastor Childs. Um, they don't really go into detail of like the exact thing that he might have done, mm-hmm. but. You get it towards the end so um they kind of hint towards it or foreshadow to it when um the wife uh what's her name um trinity childs when mm-hmm. she's in a restaurant and she sees this younger guy and i'm just like that's what's the what are we looking at
0: <laughs> yeah yeah she was staring off and we really didn't get anything of why she was staring um And then later on, I think shortly after that, is that basketball scene. Yes. start to put together, okay, this is what happened.
1: Yes. Um, From what I got from it, he had, you know, uh, molested some younger boys. Or when they were younger, that's when he did Mm -hmm. it. And, And, you know, they, I guess, you know, grew up and she's now looking back. And she, I guess, knew about some of these things that happened. Mm -hmm. Um, but we really get to see or it, it confirms what we were thinking when um, there's this guy who uh, he just stops in traffic whenever they're trying to get new members for the reopening of the church. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, he's kind of just staring off, but Trinity, she's trying to talk to him saying, you know, we, 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 uh, the pastor, he's moved on from this, you know, we're really sorry about it. Um, the guy doesn't really say that much, but no, you know he of,
0: really just stares, and it's one of the most awkward scenes, not because of the subject matter, but just because of how it's acting out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, you get that—that's where you really get the confirmation that he had molested some of these younger guys whenever they were uh, pretty young, and I guess you know they grew up and mm-hmm. uh, things happen. But I also got. An idea from i think this, this was a scene prior to that when he was in the basketball gym i think that's at the church and there was this guy mm-hmm. who i guess he had some video recording stuff and then you know he talked about um you know how to keep yourself clean or looking sharp you know a nice shave routine mm-hmm. or something and then he touched his face and was like <laughs> so scruffy i was like Okay, what's going on here? <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, right. And then, and this is the point where in the theater, folks are like, "Oh, okay." Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's when you get the confirmation. And then he says, "My, um, I think boyfriend." He said, "My my boyfriend likes it," or something like that. Mm-hmm, and
0: mm-hmm. then he
1: got up and left. I was like, oh, "Okay, now I get it."
0: <laughs> oh, all right, because at this point we've been alluding okay sexual misconduct happened we're kind of getting that out of this because they also played some like radio clips in transition where folks were saying like you know they knew what they were doing i don't think it was wrong or um first lady is doing what she has to do standing by her man i um, mean like okay so he definitely she don't with somebody okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then the basketball scene was like, oh, oh, and then also, and you have the, I don't know, what was this movie rated? Was it rated R or
1: 1913?
0: um, I don't know.
1: I mean, they don't really show anything. I mean, there they is some harsh language, but
0: they don't. Um, they had a it. This is really towards the beginning of the film. Um. They had the intimate scene between Trinity and and Lee Curtis, and um, he was having issues, wanted her to turn around, and it was like, oh, okay, so he's not attracted to his wife. Interesting, leading us to believe he's cheated. Oh, he's not attracted to anything about his wife. That's what we're learning here, um, and uh, and she still stayed, um, and that's. That that kind of that tension is what we find is she's holding on to throughout the whole movie and why she ultimately explodes. Yeah.
1: Um, so she has like the the breakdown at towards the end of the film. Um, but she has a conversation with her mother and she said, get it together. I I went through this with your father up until the day that he died. <laughs> so she's like, You need to get your behind up in there and suck it up.
0: Right, which is a sad reality um, when she obviously needed help and thought she could reach out to someone, but nope. She said, look at all this. You're ruinous. You have a good life. Wow. <laughs>
1: well, I think sometimes it does kind of um, come to that because there's so much invested in it, um, you know, <laughs> been together for so long. Now, I don't think they had any children. I think that would definitely... No. Um, kind of push her towards staying with him even more but Mm -hmm. i guess really i I felt like she could have left at this point because everything was going downhill i mean the church Mm -hmm. was falling apart um there was nobody coming in he probably was losing money
0: right and if she left i'm sure she could get a good bit of money given the allegations that are against him in the pretty public
1: but also the 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 guys who were um I guess that made the complaint they probably point the finger at her too
0: yeah i can see it
1: so um she might not escape with without any um without really receiving some punishment but um i thought it was interesting oh yeah also at the end you know they actually get to the easter sunday and they're about to enter the church, and then the movie ends.
0: Right, right. We we get to the point where okay, they have their Sunday. We're looking for attendance numbers. Um, one car is in the parking lot, does donuts, and drives away. Um, and we're like, okay, this is it. We'll find out what we've been working towards, and we don't get that. Um, instead, we do get the blow up from Trinity, which I was waiting for, as well. Um, the silent person behind the camera only makes a comment and asks a question to which she points out, oh, you do speak. So you really just want my story. You want to know about me. Um, And she kind of says, yes, I do. Um, And so she gives her, you know, her speech about how she's feeling and you know, what got them all to this point. Um, And then just drops off. So we don't really get a complete story. And the story we do get is very um, loosely put together. (laughs) Well, it she felt like the, the second act of a play. We didn't get the first act or of the, of the finale; we just got some stuff in the middle.
1: Yeah, but she also had the she the the paint on her face, the the miming part. Right. I think that was what you were um, talking about the blow up.
0: Yes, right, right, right. She um building up to get attention from people about their church opening. Um, they you know take to the road and and dance with a sign. And this is where the Honk for Jesus thing comes up. Um, She makes out of this mannequin, the Jesus figure. um, And she dances with the sign with Lee Curtis outside and um, says, Honk for Jesus. Um, We're opening on Easter Sunday. And at one point, he says, you know, we need more. We need to get more attention. So she mimes uh, and praise dances to a song on the street. And does so in hilarious fashion. I mean, her face being so serious and the ridiculousness of the moment with the pain on her face. Um, it went on a bit longer than I think it should have. Um, and, it, and we do have someone who walks by a woman and her kid who fusses at her for random reasons. And, or, and then, as you said, the, the guy who was affected, um, stopped and and confronted her, but um yeah, all, in all an awkward scene it was funny, like the first like ten seconds,
1: yeah, it lasted way too long that scene because he was sitting there for a good minute,
0: yeah, so um I mean, good actors, um I think they did their part the best way they could with what they were given, but um just Incomplete
1: film. I would agree that the actors they carry this whole thing. I thought Sterling K. Brown was really good as <laughs> the pastor. <laughs> you know that right. that, that the uh, prosperity preaching mm-hmm. pastor. Um, but when you say incomplete movie, guess yeah. who's it? Guess who's an executive producer?
0: <laughs> I know some big people. I think Daniel Kalu was involved in this. Jordan um, Peele. yes that's right i was i couldn't remember if jordan P. was in it or not but yes he's one of the producers um and i
1: he he makes incomplete movies
0: (laughs) he does he does to a degree i think um, the direction on this and the original writing for it i wish they would have done more um as a producer I mean, you're there to really supply money and expertise to the film to get it to finish. Um, maybe they should have put more into it, maybe um, to to get something out of it, but was um wasn't going to par. He didn't direct it. He wasn't the director, um, all the other ones with his name attached to it. He's had a little more hands-in than this one, um, but... Uh, yeah. Incomplete. Now, with that being said, you know, you make a movie to make money. Um, I think it did. A lot of people went to go see it. Um, you really? know, it didn't have too much marketing. So they so they made. I think it was 2.4 million was gross. I don't know how much profit, but um, I mean, he's, he still produced a movie that did some numbers.
1: <laughs> I, I guess so. Yeah. Um, I don't know if
0: that was because of his name, the actor's name altogether or or what? But it it got a good audience.
1: That was the first day it came out, right? When whenever you saw
0: it. When I saw it, it was either the first day or opening weekend.
1: Okay, I really can't find the budget, but yeah, two point six million. I mean, the actors themselves, they probably cost a lot.
0: Right, I'm sure they got to be a good payday.
1: Yeah, but overall, I mean, I, I wouldn't revisit this film, but I think the actors carried the whole thing.
0: They did. I think they did a good job of what they were given.
1: I would definitely agree. So let's go ahead and give this one a rating. So the lowest rating is trash, middle is background noise, and the highest is a banger. So how would you rate the film? Hunk for Jesus, save your soul.
0: I would rate it... um, It's hard because I feel like I want to rate it low, but I still want people to watch it. Um, So (laughs) I'm going to probably rate it higher than it should be at a mid-level background noise. Um, Just because it's interesting enough. I mean, Southern K. Brown and Regina Hall um, could probably act at a phone book. So... It's just funny seeing them on screen together, um, but as far as like taking anything away, any deep thought or anything like that, that's not really. You don't really gain anything from watching this. So, it's background noise.
1: I definitely agree. It's it's definitely background noise. It's a low background noise for me. I mean, it doesn't hit the trash tier, but
0: right. Too it, much it's... effort was put in for it to be trash.
1: <laughs> really too much effort i mean acting wise
0: acting wise <laughs> acting wise. no one else did anything but the actors did yeah
1: um yeah you can enjoy it for that but there's not much going on here it's just a documentary style that has some interviews and a few little things here or there and then it wraps up but um you might get a few laughs but i would not go yeah. to the b- movies for this if it's still in the theaters.
0: Yeah. yeah, there's some awkward moments, but but, there's, but there are little things here and there that are funny. How they talk to one another, um, the nice, nasty behavior from First Lady, how she talks. Even the conversations with the Sumters um, I thought was pretty funny. Uh, them sitting across the other and comparing them, um, little comments here and there from Lee Curtis. So There, there were some, some funny parts, um, but as a whole, a little it was missing? It almost feels like I wonder, and you know, usually I don't care for it, but I wonder if Tyler Perry had directed this, how it might be different and even more complete,
1: believe it or not. Now, is this with a Medea? Um,
0: I don't think you need wait. to have Well, because you know, his, his movies without Medea are better, so I don't think you need to agree. Madea. Um, but you could use Tyler Perry's expertise, okay. Like, A Fall from Grace was still a complete story. There were issues.
1: There's definite issues, but I would watch that one over again before I'd watch this.
0: I would agree with that. (laughs) And if I was watching at home, I don't know if I would have been invested enough to, to pay attention and finish it the way I did in the theater. Well,
1: it did take me two days to watch it. (laughs) Um, i mean i i I, I started kind of late um so there's that but towards the middle it did get pretty stale so i was like you know what i'll come back to this it's just like what are we
0: doing here (laughs) um and there are times where i thought okay now we're going to get into it and it just never happened
1: no um but a fall from grace has some really funny parts so Mm -hmm. i could enjoy that you know the ashtray I mean, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That's iconic at this point.
0: <laughs>
1: um, but any other thoughts about this film?
0: No, I think it was good. I think... Um, good. Well, I mean, it was... <laughs> it, when, when I was saying that, I was thinking about Sterling K. Brown's um, when they were rapping the song. Um, and other points. There, there are good moments in this that are really funny. Um, but just doesn't doesn't wrap up together in a pretty picture.
1: I would definitely agree. Um, so I would say, skip this one. Don't watch it.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 it'd be funny to talk about, but um, you you could probably be more fulfilled watching something else,
1: yeah, there's a lot of content out there. Don't waste your
0: time. <laughs> okay. I, see, I, I would love to see the the original screenplay or film um, that this was made after, and, and really see how different it is. I feel like it's not much different. Yeah, probably
1: not. I mean, they, they, they probably added their flavor on there with the actors, but um, mm-hmm. probably not much different. Um, but I think that does it for us at AM Reviews. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Make sure to check out our other platforms, including YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter which will all be linked in the description. And if you wanna send us a message, click the message link to get featured on the show. And thanks for listening.